In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. If you like our work, you might consider hitting the subscribe button, uh, keeping us in the prayers, um, constructive criticism, and even a few quid maybe, if you uh, can afford it and are so minded via Patreon, PayPal and so on. The Feast of the Immaculate Conception. It's ma'am, as in ham. Ha, you didn't think I'd watched The Queen with one of my favourite actresses, Helen Mirren, playing Elizabeth II. Wonderful film, you should see it. Great film. Like most good red-blooded Irishmen, you know, I'm delighted that we're separate from the English and I love the Eng- stories about the English monarchy. The two things go quite calmly hand in hand. And at the beginning, and apparently this is true, the the uh, the naval officer who's acting um, as I suppose something similar to aide de camp for the for the queen is bringing uh, Tony Blair up to visit the queen, and he, Blair has just been elected, and he turns to him and he said, "Now remember," he said, "Prime Minister, it's ma'am, as in ham." Well, I want to introduce you if you have not already been introduced to another queen. And this, with no disrespect to Her Majesty, who is a wonderful woman, this is the real queen. This is the queen of Ireland. This is the queen of the world. This is Mary, the mother of God. This is the little slip of a girl who has won the heart of the church over centuries, who carries in herself the Redeemer, who is literally in herself what she's called in the Greek church, which is the Theotokos, the God-vessel, the God-bearer. And we celebrate the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, which, however late it was defined in the history of the church, was always believed that the vessel in which God was contained was specially prepared for that task. The Jews were greatly concerned uh, with, with purity, impurity. I think there's a famous, a famous debate. I, I, I think it's in, in the documents of the Qumran community found in the caves, the Qumran. Uh, wasn't it after the war? I think it was after the war. Which has a sort of uh, debate between the Pharisees and the Sadducees as to as to whether if you pour water from an unclean vessel into a clean basin, does the unclean vessel make the water unclean and therefore then the basin unclean and so on. These may sound like uh, very, very, uh, <laughs> very involved conversations, uh, you know, that you're, you're doing a concept to death. But isn't there great precision involved in nuclear physics, quantum physics, 
It depends on how seriously you take anything. If you're serious about God, yes. You become very, very serious about a whole range of things related to God. The Jews were, particularly the Pharisees. The vessel which was to contain the living God was purified by God in advance by not partaking of original sin. We celebrate one of the many birthdays of this wonderful girl. She is the Colleen Olin of Irish folk songs. The beautiful, white-skinned, black-haired vision of a girl who appears to the poets, particularly in the poetry of the 17th century in Ireland, where she often represents Ireland without being so named. Mary haunts the church in the most positive sense imaginable. We regard Nock as a Marian shrine, although strictly speaking it isn't, as you know. Nock is centrally a Eucharistic shrine. But Our Lady was there and the Irish have so much regard for their mammies as we, as, as we say in Ireland, like the American mom or the English mom, we have so much regard for our mammies that God's mammy is regarded as, you know, if she turns up, it's her show. <laughs> if she's there, it's her show, even if it isn't. And this Feast of the Immaculate Conception is a feast when we celebrate our queen, our true queen, Queen of Ireland, Queen of Heaven. What can Mary give to you? Well, in the in the film, the Queen, she, Queen Elizabeth, explains to Tony Blair how many prime ministers she has seen before him. I can't remember how many. And she said the first ever, she said, to sit in that seat uh, in my reign was Winston Churchill. That's enough to intimidate any new and very young Prime Minister. And she said, of course, you understand that it is my duty to advise you and to warn you. And Blair looks surprised, but she's constitutionally qu quite right. So, what should you be going to Our Lady for? For advice. For warning. For help. For intercession. That's what you go to Our Lady for. She's the mother of God. And it, it doesn't take a huge amount of human intelligence to realise, you know, that if somebody is, for whatever reason, and probably quite wrongly, uh, somewhat inaccessible to you at a given time, and some people will feel like that about God the Father, and they will often feel like that too about our Lord Jesus Christ. They may feel afraid of him. Jesus Christ is an edgy figure in the, in, the, in the Gospels. Jesus of Nazareth, as even non-believers would have known him. He's a difficult man. In, in, he's not nice. He's amazing. But nice is a compromise, as I've often said. It's a deal. Uh, he, he doesn't sign up to that. And so sometimes you may feel intimidated. I mean, do you want to be called a whitewashed sepulchre? Now, I don't know. He, Sure, he wouldn't say that to you. Maybe he would, I don't know. 
It's not my job to tell him what to say. But I, I, I feel intimidated by him sometimes. I say, you know, if I go to him now, he'll be mad. So, didn't wasn't it John Waters who said, you know, that he when he decided to give up the faith, he said, I'll slip away now while he's asleep, type of thing. And, and uh, I really, that did me a lot of good. There was, that, that spoke to a lot in my own spiritual experience. And so I go to his mammy. You, know, you try to, you do, you play dirty. You go behind his back. <laughs> you go to his mammy and you say, look, I, I, I think maybe the young fella might be a bit, have gone off me a bit lately. I think maybe, you know, crossed an old line there. Any chance you could mend the bridges here? A little bit of oil on troubled waters. Uh, you know. And she'll sort you. She'll sort you out. I've often gone to Our Lady where I was kind of, I don't know, for some reason kind of half afraid to go to Our Lord. I, I, I realise some of you now are deciding that I'm such a rubbish priest that there's not much point in listening anymore. But it's the best I can say to you. And, and I do believe it's a very Irish spiritual experience. Maybe it's common right through the church. I don't know. But I do know it answers a lot. It, it connects with a lot in our culture. I suspect it connects with a lot in Italian and Spanish culture as well, where the, the mother is, a, is just a major figure in, the, in, in, in kind of the imaginations of males. So I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll go to her and ask her to, to just, just sort this out for me. The Theotokos, the vessel, the one who, who was prepared in advance for this tremendous task. Born without sin. Which of us is born without sin? We come into the world no matter how cute we look, covered in you-know-what. And not just physically, but spiritually. His baptism cleans us off. And we quickly, by the time we reach the age of reason, have learned to pile it all right back on. I remember once saying absentmindedly when I rang, ran a school uh, and a group of immaculately uniformed, they, they, the most immaculate students in the school were always the first years. They were immaculate. By second year, they had learned to look as if they'd been pulled by a tractor all the way to school. But in first year, they were immaculate. And a few of them came up to me and rather slyly said that they had a, a free class or they had some time left at the end of PE class and could they go outside for a for a walk and around the pitches and I said absentmindedly I said belt away and I didn't really think of it and about half an hour later they came in covered in muck from head to foot I got so many phone calls from outraged mothers that evening so it's lucky some of them were near me or they'd have killed me that's us we're turned out immaculate immaculate by baptism we get to the age of seven, we know how to find and roll in any amount of muck. And we come back in and our mother just shakes her head and she goes, oh, boys, boys like to roll in muck. It's an instinct. Now, I'm just saying to you, okay, as we come up to the 8th of of December. I'm just saying to you, I'm not asking you to make your consecration or anything like that. Those are magnificent things to do, but you may not be anywhere near there, okay? So I'm, I'm just saying to you, 
coming up to this major, major, major feast, a major party that the church gives for the mother of God, coming up to this major feast. If you have ended up looking as if you've just been for a swim in the septic tank, okay, and I mean that spiritually, I do hope you didn't fall in otherwise, it may be time to get clean. I suggest you go to your mother. Get some TLC, some tender loving care, spiritual version, and get yourself ready to uh, go in and meet the boss because she's his boss. <laughs> now I know that theology is dodgy, but you know what I'm saying. It's emotionally intelligent, even if it's theologically suspect. You talk to her, she'll sort you out. And remember, Straighten yourself up. Tidy yourself up. Come on, comb your hair. You're lucky to have it, comb it. Clean yourself up. You're about to go in and meet your mother. You're meeting the queen. So just remember, it's ma'am, as in ham. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. <laughs>